0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com.
2: Moonpig.com.
3: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com/upgrade. Burrow's furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast free shipping.
5: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. This is an advice podcast where me and my wonderful co-host, Melissa DeMontz. Hello. Hey, I would like that if you're watching on Patreon, some nice alien hands there. I come in peace. Oh, wow. You, tr- truly, you are. <laughs> True. I don't know if you come in peace, but truly, I can't even. I come in messiness. That's the motto here. <laughs> So on our show, we give advice ranging from a ton of topics, we talk about sex, we talk about relationships, dating, friendships, family conflicts, mental health, and everything in between. We are not professionals, aside from being professional cunts and professionally the best. <laughs> I was like, where are we going with Without this? Without a degree. <laughs> I have but a degree. Uh, no, I meant like a degree in. Oh, okay. What we're talking got about? It, got it. Got it. Yeah, actually, guys, if you would like to um call in <laughs> and ask fucking questions about Melissa's degree, what <laughs> did you graduate with? Film or fucking like biology? Biology. Okay, so if you went to I was in
4: Arkansas. What, what am I gonna film degree in?
5: I I went to fucking Riverside, and like, but you were still in California. Like,
4: I feel like Riverside is still like close enough where. You actually have, like, film programs. I did not have a film program there.
5: That's true. That is true. Um, But uh, we're giving advice just from our own life experiences. So uh, if we're bitches and we're cunts, that's the title of the show. You can't blame us. It's not our fault. It's how we give advice to our friends. We're very much about, um, you know, the friends you go to when you want the truth, the honesty, not the ones you go to and you just want them to be like, yeah, bitch, do it. We'll say that sometimes, Mm -hmm. but... If you're, like, fucking someone who doesn't have sheets on their bed, like, Oof. we're, we're going to tell you to do better.
4: Mm-hmm. You, you deserve better. You do. Unless you also don't have sheets on your bed, then we're going to tell you you need to work on yourself first.
5: Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been there, but, like, it was college. And the only reason why I didn't have sheets on my bed is because I off- barfed on them. I knew it. I knew it. I knew how that story was going to go. Of course it was. Uh, so cute. <laughs> So if you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310 694 976 And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You got to keep that voicemail under three minutes long or we will cut you off and then Melissa will come and snip you. Whatever part of your body she decides. <laughs> Dealer's choice, baby. Snip, snip, <laughs> bitch. It's like the Katy Perry song, Swish, Fishman, yep. Snip. That would have Sim, saved snip, that song. Mm-hmm. Christine Sidelka did all she could. She's in that music video. Did you know that? <laughs> yes, She's... I did know that. <laughs> I, love I her forgot. So much.
4: And then now I remember.
5: I love her. Um, uh, three minutes long is the max amount. And that is so easy. We promise you guys, we recommend that you write down your call before you... Um, call us and then you read it out loud and you practice. And if you are a frequent listener, you can tell which ones have done that. We say Channel inner Virgo," and that's how you will get the best advice because it'll be the most concise because most likely we don't need to hear um, five times how great his dick is. Like we heard it once and also mm-hmm. five times overcompensating. I feel like it's not that good. Nope, not at you know? all. He's Who a really you great guy though. He's a really good. I know he murdered someone on accident, but he's a really good guy i need to go back and listen to that episode (laughs) okay so we are going to hop into a live update
4: bring her in all right so this is from season five episode 22 so if you can give us a little uh backstory from summarizing your first call and then share your update
6: okay so i was in like an open relationship with this girl and like not their husband, but I wanted it to be with their husband too. <sighs> and um so yeah. So basically I was trying to figure out like what I wanted to do there. And like I had known the husband for a while. Like we had met before like this girl and I had ever started dating because I was like, oh that's weird. Like I don't want to do that. But then when I met him I was like, oh you two are like dope. Like I definitely want to date her and like now I want to date you. <laughs> so mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Wait, yeah. so
5: you're an Aquarius, right? Was that the... Did I remember that correctly? Okay.
6: Yeah. I remember that now.
5: Wow. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm so excited for the update. Okay. <laughs> it got really intense.
6: Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, so we started dating, like, the beginning of the year, and then, like, we kind of, like, were getting serious right as quarantine happened. And so then we were quarantined from each other for, like, a month or so. And, like, right into the beginning of quarantine, she needed OnlyFans and didn't tell me. And yeah, so I was kind of like, oh, all right, that's strange. But I didn't like bring it up because I thought she would eventually bring it up. And then she didn't. And then when we saw each other, like a month later in May, I brought it up and I was like, hey, you made an OnlyFans and like you didn't tell me. And she was like, how did you find it? Um, she posted on her like her Instagram story oh she wanted people to see it yeah yeah okay yeah she was like promoing and like I think she just kind of thought she didn't tell me it. whatever mm-hmm. and so then I was kind of she was like oh do you are you okay with it and I was like like yes but no because like you didn't tell me so I'm like feeling a little awkward but like it's not like you can have it it's fine and um but then like the next day she broke up with me because she was like, okay, we don't share the same views and stuff. And I was just like, really hurt because it was like two days before I got laid off from work. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And so then we spent a couple of weeks apart. And then when we got back together, and well, will not back together. But like when we saw each other again, um, she was like friends with benefits. And I was like, Oh, yeah, friends with benefits sounds cool. And so we were good for a while until she ended up going to a COVID party like a week or two ago. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. Like, it's fine. And like, it was only like eight to 10 people, but it was still like, she didn't know like anyone there except her one friend and it was for her birthday. Like, yeah. And then she just kind of got really weird and I had a really shitty week and I was like, hey, I really need to talk to you about this. But also like with the friends with benefits, she was starting to like lax a little bit and she was kind of like not really putting like, not necessarily me first, but she wasn't like giving as much. And so then she like blew up on me the other day and like this was like a week ago. She blew up on me, told me I was like this terrible person. And then I was kind of like, what like i want to be your friends like i'm sad i want to talk to you about being sad and then yeah so now we're not talking and yeah wow
5: Wow. well that's the thing that people don't get with friends with benefits that like the first word is friend like we have to be like you know like mutually agreed upon things but friends with benefits after you've like had feelings is fucking hard murky
6: yeah and it was cool because like we weren't really like in love when we were dating like it didn't get to that it was like about that part so it was like okay we can totally like disband and be friends with benefits but then like I would bring up like wanting to hook up or something or like making out or like going somewhere or like taking pictures for her only fans and she would always be like oh no and then she would bring it up to me and then I would be like oh that's weird like you don't want me bring it up to you but you'll bring it up to me like ew oh
4: yeah, yeah that's odd and especially like y- you saying like she broke up with you the first time because you she said that you didn't have like the same beliefs as her but like you're yeah. out here offering to take pictures for the only so what was the actual reason
6: Oh, yeah. i don't know she gave me like some really like it was so, it was something about like our views are different and therefore like we can't date but like we can be friends and it was just like a really like she was just kind of making the rules as she went, kind of. Are you done? I think you should be done with Yeah, her. I kind of like want to still be friends, but only because like I'm in a new city and like I don't really have any friends in the city except for her. She was like my only friend that like I was seeing. So now mm-hmm. it's kind of like just me and my cats, but I'm yeah. kind of done with the situation. Yeah.
5: I think you should be done as someone who has been like in, I think if she can introduce you, you know, virtually at this point to like friends who will be good for you in a new city, then yeah. like, fuck yes. But as somebody who's like been in a new city and like, I've settled for some shitty fucking friends. Mm-hmm. And as much as it feels like it doesn't take it out of you, it does because then what I call it, it's like your barometer for other friendships is you just kind of, when you take people for what they're worth, like that's a great thing to do when you have really fucking great people in your life because then everyone else is bonus. But otherwise like for me, like it just like made my expectations and standards of friends so much fucking harder to find because then people disappoint you. And like, she just sounds like she's fucking disappointing. And yeah. like, if you're having like a shit day or whatever, like, yeah, you want a friend who you can like actually like c- talk to and like call and all of that kind of shit. And like, it's, she doesn't yeah. seem like, yeah, that.
7: That's-
4: Don't settle for less than you're worth. Mm -mm. I have one other question. Did you ever bring up anything about the husband?
6: Okay, so actually something kind of came up about that when we were like in our friends with benefits thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I cut his hair when I was over their place. And then they were like, oh, now we need to shower. And I was like, oh, but then I like just scared myself out of it and like didn't do it. And I'm so sad I didn't now because (laughs) like now I won't have that opportunity again. Uh but. I mean, maybe it's for the best.
5: Wild. Thank you so much for giving the update and wishing you nothing but good friends and not her and not shitty people. Yeah. Wow. It's
4: a lot. It is. A lot to process, but it went in a different direction than I thought it was going to go in because I thought they were going to like talk to the husband and then, you know, Mm -hmm. have this big open thing. But... You know, it seems like this thing called COVID nineteen just kind of throws a wrench in everything, and then people show their true colors.
5: Yeah, and that's the part that's alarming. Is like we like we want to think that like oh everyone's putting strain on people, and so people are doing things that they wouldn't normally do. And I'm like, actually, no. This is welcome to the zombie apocalypse. It's the end of the world, and this is how they behave. Mm -hmm. Like, okay just okay well fuck cool so but um but yeah so should we hop in to the rest of our episode let's do it
8: so hi Megan and Melissa and happy quarantine um I'm 22 I'm an Aries um and I just have a little bit of um something I want advice on I've been friends of benefits with this one guy for about three years i don't know his zodiac sign so i don't know that much about him however he just started recently dating a girl and told me that he does but not want to hook up with me anymore which is fine respect that i've got plenty of posts on the side um however he messages me once a week asking for pictures or videos and you know i'm not going to be completely honest i have sent a few pictures a couple times and um went on with uh sexting and getting attention from him but then i started to feel bad because i wouldn't want that done to me so i told him i'm not going to do that anymore for respect out of his girlfriend and he said that they're not that serious and if he is messaging me and that means it's okay for me to be sending photos and pictures and whatever i i was like so brought like taken back by that 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 just means it's okay so basically he's an asshole which never bothered me because i wasn't looking to date him or anything just fuck. um should i tell the girlfriend um i don't have proof of it because it was all happened on snapchat and i don't save my messages and neither does he um so basically it'd be all word of mouth and she'd have to believe me um so i don't know and and then i don't want to tell her because i'm I'm not trying to gain anything out of it besides like let this girl know what he's doing and that he said it's okay if he messages me first because that means it's okay and they're not that serious but I don't even know if they're that serious. I don't have him on her on social media. So I don't really know. But I do know her name. But I guess all I'm asking is, should I tell her? All right, thanks. That was kind of messy. Thank you. Bye. It's all messy. <laughs> it's all messy.
5: I just want to say, I, we fucking respect the honesty here. Like, mm-hmm. this is like... Owning up and being like, I'm not going to lie, I did send it like X, Y, and Z is great because usually when we have updates on callback stuff, this is when we find this shit out. So this like right off the bat, fucking great. His logic (laughs) is so flawed. It is so flawed. But I also like that she said,
4: uh, I'm an Aries. I don't know his sign because I don't know anything about him, which this is how if you're just friends with benefits with the person this is how your life should be like you shouldn't know too much about them because then you're gonna catch feelings
5: (laughs) i truly think that like friends with benefits the idea of friends benefits we need to get rid of that term and we need to go back what we used to say in high school you're my fuck buddy yeah like you are my buddy for fucking Mm -hmm. like that's what that's where we fuck yeah like It's too hard because even, I mean, even, hey, our update, that friends with benefits thing, because then it's like, how much of friendship do you have? And then, like, you blur all those lines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But his logic it's okay if I'm texting you because I texted you first, which means it's okay. No, that makes zero sense.
4: Zero sense at all. (laughs) I don't even know where he's trying to go with it. No. I he's mean, just trying to keep it going. If I were you, I don't know. And this would be like I, ideal, Melissa. That like, if I was writing the fictional version of me, then yeah. this would be what I would do. Is like every time he asks me for a picture, I'll put it on OnlyFans where it's just me, and he has he's the only follower, and he has to pay me to get the pictures or video. Because you said it was pictures and video.
5: I truly think we should normalize charging for nudes. Mm-hmm. I think if 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 it's someone who you're like not receiving anything from, and like when I say receiving, I mean something you want, not a mm-hmm. fucking dick pic. Like unless you're getting something, and re- pay up, bitch. Yeah, these aren't these aren't free. Mm-hmm. People will pay for this shit. Yeah. Normalize charging for your fucking nudes. Mm-hmm. But um, here's the thing: uh, no matter how much proof you have or anything like that if someone wants to believe you, they'll believe you. If someone wants to, if, they, if she wants to believe him, she'll believe him. So like, I know that the proof thing might make you feel like, oh, I don't, I can't go to her cause I don't have proof. She's either going to believe you or she's not. And more likely than not, when we say like, tell the girl, like tell the other person in the situation, it's not to get them to like leave their partner or recognize all that. It. It's just to plant the seed. It's just to plant the seed because it takes a while usually, but it becomes that thing in the back of the head. It does. But also in this instance,
4: when we're like tell the other person, it's usually something like the other person like tried to hook up on hook up with them and then they didn't do anything in return. But in this case, she did send the pictures when she knew that the other girl was in the picture. So I don't think you should tell her because you were both in the wrong. I just think you should just cut it off from now on.
5: I mean, I, 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 I see that. But I think I think if you tell her, you tell her that and you say, hey, I like kind of like what you said here. It's like we were fuck buddies for like a while and like. I don't have any like residual feelings for him. Like, I really want to make that clear. And like, I don't I'm not trying to date him or anything like that. But like, I, because like, I don't think when we say like, you shouldn't tell somebody if you're gaining something from it. I think in this situation, like this is kind of like, I would think of this more like an apology. Most of the time, the apology is for the person giving the apology. So it's kind of like, hey, this thing happened. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I knew he had a girlfriend and I sent a couple pictures back and forth and like it's been eating away at me and like guilty conscience and like I have not done it since but like I just feel I feel bad about it and, I know, like but that's all about you though like I don't think that like you would do it because you
4: feel bad and now you're taking this and putting this on somebody else like maybe she didn't want
5: to know that's see and that's that's what it has to boil down to because mm-hmm. I would want to know and, and she he, might not want to know and the thing, but the only way that the, the call that you have to make as like the caller, caller, the call you have to make is, would you want to know? Like, it's not about whether I would want to know whether you, like you wouldn't want to know or someone else wouldn't want to know. It's like, if you were in this position, like you personally, and this was you, would you want to know? And then if you have any mutual friends with her and like, you can kind of just like not ask them about it, but like kind of suss out like a, who she is or something, if that would be the the seriousness of the relationship like you stalk them on social media and something like that like I think it it's like a 50 50 chance either she wants to know or she doesn't but the only way that you can make that call is like if you were in her sh- her shoes what would you want and if you wouldn't want to know yeah, see that's like the thing where like sometimes when people like
4: cheat and and like they tell their partner and their partner's like you told me because you felt guilty. Now I have this too, because it was on your conscience. And some people have that mentality. Like, I don't like, they don't want to ever know. And you're telling me because you felt guilty.
5: Yeah. I mean, it's not like, I think of all of the motives behind telling someone something. Like if it's like guilt, feeling guilty about it versus I want you guys to break up because I want to be with him in mm-hmm. that kind of a way. But I think, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you can't know, like, mm-hmm. it's like impossible and really hard to know. And like, you could also just like make a fake, you could even just like make a fucking fake Instagram account and like say like a portion of it, like in something like it's not so, like you could, if you want to just plant the seed for it. but if he's like a really shitty dude or if he's doing this with like other girls like you could do more background sleuthing on like how serious their relationship is if he's doing this with other girls like x y and z all of that kind of stuff to then feel like okay more likely than not anybody would want to know this shit because this is like a massive like deceit or like character trait like something that he's like very very different but i I do think that
4: they are more serious than he's letting on Because why would he end your friends with benefits thing if it wasn't?
5: That's true. You're right. Yeah, actually, you're so spot on. That's so true. I mean, I would want to know, like, point blank, I would want to know Would I would rather hear it from, like, a partner. Totally. But, like, I, if it's from a girl who, like, hooked up, like, I would still, regardless of how I got the information, I would want to know the information. But that's me. That's my person. I need to Mm -hmm. know, as my therapist says, Megan... Megan leaves no rock unturned and she doesn't even want to get rid of the rocks she wants all of them Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I want to see them all accumulated all the fucking time I need to know where I like I just I need to know everything um but that's like me and if you're conscious if you're guilty conscious I know if it was me in that situation I would feel so guilty because like I guess it has to depend because I guess I'm coming at it from the point it's the only not I would feel guilty but like I would feel guilty because I, if it was me in the situation, I would want to know. And, like, I wasn't telling. That's, like, but if you feel guilty just because you're, like, oh, I fucked up. Like, I hooked up with him and I shouldn't have. And it's not about, like, the continued deceit to her. That's, like, you just have to weigh it and, like, make that choice. But, like, again, it's 50-50 or either, Mm -hmm. like, and you can't know. It's so fucking subjective. Yep. But I think the more research that you do, the more you can, like, deep dive into it and make that call but yeah it also depends on how long they've been dating which controversy I mean, not controversy but if they've been dating for not a long time that to me more grounds to totally say it because like it's more likely than not not gonna it's either gonna be like a full deal breaker and she's like okay I'm done because that's like the stage of a relationship where like you're not so invested but like it's either like a oh okay like it's so early on who cares or like it's so early on and this is already a thing i don't like i'm out Mm -hmm. i think that's like probably an easier way but let us know what you decide and start charging for those nudes girl yeah start charging for um hi megan and melissa and probably no
8: guests because quarantine. Um I am 25. I'm a Pisces sun, Virgo moon and Leo rising. Got a lot going on there. Um I'm calling because I have a, a girl that I want to be friends with. We had been friends like 10 years ago, like back in junior high school. Um, and then her and I kind of developed a crush on each other and we sort of hooked up at one point. Um I believe she was dating her current boyfriend at the time. So her and her boyfriend have been together at least four years. Uh, That's how old their daughter is. And I've been with my boyfriend three and a half years, um, pretty much four years because we talked for six months before that. Um, So my friend's mom reached out to me because my friend has just been super lonely. Basically, she just works and is a mom and that's about it. Well, I went to go visit her at her work and it was great. Um, she unblocked my phone number and, you know, we were planning to like reconnect even more and whatnot. However, she ended up blocking my phone number again. Um, I'm a fairly boyfriend. And I feel weird just like sneaking around. Like, I don't want to have to hide from her boyfriend. It feels weird. It feels intimate and it feels wrong. Like, there's maybe I'm romanticizing it, but it almost feels romantic and intimate to kind of like sneak around and hide it from him. And then I'm afraid that maybe I might start. You know, romanticizing this and like I don't know develop more feelings for her so basically my question is how do I try to pursue this friendship should I just say fuck it and not even worry about it like let her do her thing I don't know I could really use some advice so Thank you so much. I love you guys so much. Your podcast is
5: fucking amazing.
8: Great.
5: Right. Love you guys. Bye. Wow. This is a lot. It is. I'm I'm romanticizing it. But we we're
4: missing some information. Why yeah. did she block you to begin with? Did her current boyfriend mm-hmm. find out that you guys kinda hooked up? Also, what's kinda hooked up? You just like had a Oh, I pinky was picturing fingering. like junior high. 'Cause that's got when she a little, said they became friends. Little uh just got a pinky
5: in. OK, let's pretend you're over 18 when we're talking about that part. But yeah, no, she's older than that. <laughs> no, but she said that they. Oh, do you think they do you think they hooked up as like when they were? I I thought they were like when she, like, she's we, been like dating. If they're both been dating people for
4: four years, I would think they're over 18 by now.
5: Right. No, no. Yeah. yeah. I just wondered if they hooked up. In my mind, it was like junior high. It's like the, a dance. They're each other's first kiss or something like that. Or do you think it was like high school or like later on? that they hooked up later on but i made it like a like a like a like a a, a cute little disney movie (laughs) i loved it um yeah this is odd this is weird like i think you're I, i think you're spot on if you think it's her boyfriend then it's probably her boyfriend like we can't know that but if that's what your gut goes to and like that there was like weirdness there like then I would assume that that probably is it. But I would, I think, from there you kind of have to like, does your boyfriend have an issue with her? And if he doesn't have an issue with her, then it's either her boyfriend's got some homophobia issues that like he. But needs maybe to work it's out. not
4: homophobia. But continue your thought, oh, and then like, I'll come
5: or or maybe she had more feelings for you than she let on yeah and like you kind of you like very friendly and like your boyfriend like didn't have anything to be worried about but like the way that she's talked about you or the feelings that she had for you or like maybe he's they're a lot bigger and so like you're a threat like he feels like you're a threat, a threat. to the relationship yeah, not because like same sex but just because yeah
4: and you also said that you might catch feelings for her too so i'm thinking role reversal let's say it was i had me my boyfriend if i had one and then this girl that he Mm -hmm. used to like kind of like and they kind of hooked up with then i while we were we first started talking and then they then they stopped like since we were moving forward in our relationship then they stopped talking he blocked her And then years later, she comes back into the life and, like, trying to rekindle this thing. Like, I can't understand Mm -hmm. if he's the one that's doing the blocking or she feels a little uneasy about it, especially if her mom
5: doesn't know what went down between you guys. Yeah. And did your friendship end over something platonic or, like, was like the hook, like where, what was the ending of? Was it an ending of like a friendship or was it, were you guys more than friends at that time or did it have anything to do with like pursuing anything more than friends? Because like it is a breakup and a friendship is really, really, really different. And so he, her boyfriend in this situation, seems to be, you're treating this how you've described it. It's, Rekindling a friendship mm-hmm. and how he's treating it—it's like an ex coming mm-hmm. back into the because picture. it
4: happened when they he first started dating her. Mm-hmm. They were actually like dating. You did say I think she did say that they were dating at the time. So yeah. if he knows that, uh huh.
5: Yeah, and if like you said, you made a good point. Like if if you're already saying, I'm afraid I'm going to romanticize mm-hmm. it. Like I think. There's one of two things. You guys either need to break up with your boyfriends or have a convert. I mean, it doesn't seem like that her boyfriend's cool with it, but like, it, I think there's too many feelings there mm-hmm. for you guys to either be. I think it's you're not friends or you're more than friends because I don't think, even if you don't feel. In this situation, either you both want to be more than friends or one of you... Like, there are different varying levels of and this. She, are, we of already are fully know platonic.
4: How, how the caller feels. She said mm-hmm. that I'm afraid that I could catch feelings for her.
5: Yeah, and it's that just that sneaking exacting. around, sending text messages. Yeah. If that romanticizes it enough, those feelings are already there. Yeah. Already there. So if you
4: guys, like, got back into your friendship as it was, then yeah, oh, yeah. I would not want... My significant other hanging out with somebody that has feelings for them.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this that's it's wild, and it's also hard because you don't know if she has those if it, if she's blocking you, mm-hmm. or if and she has those feelings, or if it's her boyfriend blocking you. And so it's like a how do you how do you do that? I mean, I think you they just have to reflect on your own relationship. Are you happy in your relationship? Um, are you interested in like adding another like having more of like an open relationship? Or are you interested in like pursuing a relationship with her or and then even take her out of the picture? Are you happy in a relationship? Do you want to pursue another relationship in general? Like is this kind of that escapism that like you're like longing for? Or is it just Kind of romanticizing where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, she did like this got blocked and like maybe this, this, this. And then I would say just like get a good book, like read a good book, like something that will immerse you in that. And then don't pursue the friendship.
4: Yep. Because I feel like it's something where you're like, she might have been the one that got away. And now you're using the excuse of her mom contacting you Mm -hmm. to uh, reach out to her again all and also they have a child together and i don't think you should not like that complicates things even more so it's not like he's just her boyfriend too
5: yeah no that's really true because that also inserting yourself in there even in a friendship if he if he's not comfortable with it changes their parenting dynamic Mm -hmm. and that we'll fuck up the kid and then the kid will have to be in therapy (laughs) um but I also wonder if the mom now I really understand why you said the word romanticize because this is really easy to like I'm making these jumps not that they're necessarily jumps but like the mom calls, she, the daughter's really like lonely, unhappy. You know what I hear if I had previous feelings for this girl? This girl's unhappy in her relationship. And her mom's calling me because I made her happy. And even the mom didn't know that you guys like had a sort of thing and feelings there, like even how you said, like you guys met middle school, like it's very easy for I want to watch this movie. Like, it's very easy to get caught up in all of that kind of stuff. But it you have to reflect on, is it this is this how you feel, or is this like, what's been put in front of you it's like this way is, is this one you want to eat for dinner is this what's been put in front of you and you're like okay i'll eat this mm-hmm. like this is here like let me like
6: that th- pussy. Just <laughs>
5: fell into your <laughs> fucking <laughs> pussy fell in your lap like do you want do you want to do this and this also can be like a great time to like yeah again reflect and recognize that if you are like maybe this is about how your relationship is not exactly what you is fulfilling you right now and it's not about her specifically maybe it is about her specifically But you're right. There's a kit. So very tread, very lightly. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
3: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen.
7: luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style
5: today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love 310 nutrition 310 nutrition is helping us you our listeners
4: fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tens four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars
5: Okay, guys, we are back from our break, and we're going to get into the rest of the calls. Hey, Megan and Melissa. Um.
8: So, my issue is, um, my sister has not been working for the past few months. She quit her job a while ago because it just it wasn't what she wanted anymore, and I get that. I, I definitely get that, especially with the current times. Um, but my my issue with that is her still expecting me to be her primary babysitter for my one-year-old nephew, who I love to bet. Like, he is the light of my life. Like, I would do anything for the kiss. But... Since she hasn't had a job, she has stopped paying me for the days that I watch him. But yet when I can't watch him and her stepdaughter can, she still pays her. Even though when she watches him, it's literally just for an hour most of the time. And she just sits on the couch and Watches Frozen with him. As where I will literally be there from like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning until like 9 o'clock at night. And I just, how do I go about telling her that? Like, I would appreciate getting paid again or else I am going to stop watching him. Even though I don't want to not see him, but I just – it's frustrating not not getting paid for the work that you're doing because it is on my days off from my full-time job that I watch him. And I'm a CNA, so I – literally spend my life taking care of people. So then to on my days off, take care of people. Again, it's just I don't know. I would just like to get paid and I don't know how to go about telling her without seeming rude about it. I don't know. If you could help, that'd be nice. Either way, hope you guys have Hey, great rest of your day. Okay, bye.
4: Where is what she? Is she doing during the day? Is that your <laughs> yeah, question? Because like, that's my question,
5: too. Because, like, I, like, the thing that I totally, I get why, I don't get, no, like, not offense to you, no offense to you, Carl, at all. I don't know why, like, what she needs you for. For. The other thing makes total sense. Oh, an hour, something like like oh, she just watches like the what is it, stepdaughter, sister in law, niece, niece stepdaughter, whatever, stepdaughter, yeah, stepdaughter, like watches like the baby for an hour while yeah. she's like shower, like going to like wash her hair or like uh has like a co- like something like that mm-hmm. makes sense. But like the whole day, de- that thing, I'm like, what is like not in, like she the, doing? Like I yeah. mean, we're
4: in a pandemic. Like honestly, That's, if she's not going to work, what is she doing for a whole day? Like, is yeah. she working on, like, what she actually wants to work on? Like, is she building a portfolio for something? Making and, a business plan? But and it sounds
5: routine. Like, it yeah. sounds like this is, like, a regular thing that you're doing for... Or that it's expected of you to do for mm-hmm. her for this, like, amount of, like, time. And I'm just... Yeah, I'm, like... That's my first question. What's she, like, doing? Because, like, I think it does... It does really, like, if she, like, if she's, like, being fucking reckless during a pandemic, then it's kind of, like, you know, or it, is she really work? Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm high-key confused. So, what I would do, but this is, you
4: want a non-brood thing to do, but here's my thing. Oh, I have thing, a non thing to do, I, so I, you, I, I'll start with this. I would just... Next time that I go to her house, I would have Bitch Better Have My Money blasting as I pulled into the driveway and then switch it to my phone and continue it blasting until I walk into the house and then turn it off. And then when she comes back home, play it again, you know, just to get the message. Teach the baby how to
5: say (laughs) that. Take her. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I. I. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is I that's how you can get your money. But I my my non confrontational version of it is cutting your losses for the money that she hasn't paid you. And the next time she asks, just say, I would love to you know how much I love him. I just can't. Um, I can't like afford to work on my day off. Like I just I can't I can't do that mm-hmm. because like it might be that the the stepdaughter doesn't have a job and this is kind of like do you know I mean like it's an mm-hmm. hour so it's a lot less money and doing all of that kind of stuff and so but you already have a full I, she might be seeing this as you already have a full-time job so like you don't need the so money just for hanging it. out
4: with your nephew yeah but she be, already set the groundwork that you were being paid for this work
5: and on your days off and also like that's not that's so it's a regularly scheduled thing and like that's not like babysitting Mm -hmm. like that's that's like a very different it's like you're like a part-time nanny yeah like you're a nanny on your days off Mm -hmm. and unless that she had like explain like been explicit with you on like the hey um we can't i lost my job it's like we can't i can't afford to pay you right now i totally understand if you can't watch him Mm -hmm. and like she
4: didn't lose her job she quit her job without having a backup
5: yeah it's true yeah it's just it is if she can't afford to pay if she can't afford to pay for you to like do this i again i'm i'm curious what she's doing that she because right now it seems like a luxury like she just has her sister who can Mm -hmm. like watch the babies like for a full day when she like wants to do whatever she wants to do um and she doesn't have to pay you but like if it's something that it's like oh And it sounds like from how you've talked, like, you seem like a great person, but it sounds like if this was, oh, I'm spending like 12 hours, like one day a week, I'm spending 12 hours a day just applying to jobs and doing all that stuff. And I'm just like locking myself in the office and doing that. And like, that's temporary. And that's not a care. That's not babysitting. That's helping your sister out Mm -hmm. and with the baby versus like, you're my free babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. Like there doesn't seem like to be like enough of like an explanation that she's given you at all. Um but yeah i would just I would just say that the next time because, and if she's like, what you are, like what do you mean like you're still like making the same amount of money you have from your job? It's like, yeah, but I only get like two days off, and like I work really, really long shifts, and like yeah, like I'm making like money from it, but like on my off days, like I can't really spend like x amount of hours doing something on the days I'm supposed to be relaxing mm-hmm. unless I'm also going to like, unless I'm working again. Yeah. And like, I obviously like still want to hang out and like, you know, go like visit and hang out and all of that stuff, but not when you're There's a lot of things expected of you, mm-hmm. but that's what I would, that's truly what I would do. Next call. Next call.
8: Hi, Melissa and Megan. Um, the other day I sent a, one of the messages and it wasn't, it was all over the place. So I'm going to start over now that I've kind of calmed down and have, like, all the information. So the other day, my fiancé told me that he found out something about a co-worker. Um, he is a manager at a, like, a, a fast food chain. And he found out from another coworker that one of his colleagues who works there are a former porn star. Um, And I kind of did my research because it made me kind of uncomfortable. And she's like, she was a semi-famous porn star. Like she's on big porn channels and She is ranked pretty high on Pornhub and all this stuff. And her background, he used to have a porn addiction, and he's gotten over that. He doesn't watch porn anymore. Um, We talk about it, like, all the time, not in a negative way, but just anytime he has feelings or anything, we talk about that so he doesn't go back to that addiction And I just feel, like, really uncomfortable knowing that he works with this person. He talks to her almost every day. And I just feel so uncomfortable knowing that he's working with, like, a porn star. Um, She still has, like, an active porn star Twitter where she likes Snapchats and stuff. And I don't have anything against sex work at all. I feel like that's, like something that people do and it's like okay but I'm just afraid that this is going to trigger his porn addiction again because he knows this girl she's really pretty like now he knows that she's a porn star and I know that he's looked over her page because a coworker showed it so I don't know I'm just anxious and all these things Hopefully you guys can help me not feel so anxious. Sorry for sending two messages. Love your guys' show. Bye.
5: Let's start addressing with the term um, porn addiction. I urge everybody to do some research and some Googling about this. Um, If you come from a religious background or you are actively involved in a religious organization, um, I think I don't think a lot of uh, the rhetoric about porn addiction has come from religious communities. No knock to any sort of religion. It's just a lot of it has come from it being um, we're making this. It's like the science of sin, essentially. Mm -hmm. And porn addiction has been in like mainstream, not religious cultures, has been studied by scientists and has not been as of now, from what my Googling and from the last time we've talked about porn on here, uh, it's, um, oh, the World Health Organization added it in, oh, no, compulsive sexual behavior is a part of, that's been recognized. Um, it's sexual activities becoming a central focus where they neglect their healthcare interests, activities and responsibilities. Um, but a lot of study it's still not decided even like a lot of studies are saying like your brain doesn't react in the same way to like what what the, the signals in your brain that send off when you have an addiction um to something doesn't send off the same with porn necessarily so it's also really hard to discuss porn addiction as a whole because uh the term like porn like It's because it has been so inundated by the fact that like, oh, porn is bad. Porn is dirty. Porn is like sexual. Like this is all bad things. So therefore enjoying this is is bad as a whole. And like any sort of like that, like what the level of like what addiction is of it. And it's like this taboo thing that like in a lot of religions will make you like question your relationship. They say like this person's questioning their relationship and all of this other stuff is just, um, hard because when there's an addiction, you don't have like a healthy, um, uh, if you're recovering from, like, uh, if you're in recovery from drugs, you don't casually then just continue to take drugs. It's nothing. And that's like with porn, you don't watch porn. Like that's like, like not any of that stuff. And that's also shutting off a lot of just like sexual nature in general and like that becomes so much more of like a bigger issue and oh yeah it's porn addiction is not recognized uh as the uh, in one of these other things but scientists point out the studies have so far either been poorly organized or have struggled defining what actually would make this an actual addiction um There's a lot of articles about... If you look up, is porn addiction real? There's like a lot of articles from psychologists talking about what makes the like levels of it because there's no way to talk about this without slut shaming and sex shaming. And that's... what sex
4: work shaming.
5: Yeah. And... Just because
4: your boyfriend has a, had a quote unquote porn addiction doesn't mean that this woman working near him is going to drive him to dive back into that. Like that's so unfair to him. And it's so unfair, especially to her. Like this is something, yeah, she's still, you like pointed out, she's still active and she's still doing Twitter. Like what's that have to do with anything? This is her life. That's what she wants to do. She has multiple jobs, multiple streams of income. Great for her. Like, don't think just because this lady is there working by your your boyfriend, that that's going to trigger him to get back into this porn lifestyle. Like, he is either going to do it or he's not. And her being there Isn't going to change anything. And then his co workers sending him the photos like, all your boyfriend had to do was just say no and then close it out. And that's it. Like, everything that they're doing is so disrespectful to this woman when all she's doing is working.
5: And this logic that you call her have is what was she wearing logic. This Mm -hmm. is you can't wear a tank top because it will distract the boys. Oh, you're wearing a short skirt. Of course, you're going to get sexually harassed. Like that's what the that's the logic that you're going based off of is that her existence. Other people will not be able to control their impulses because of her existence Mm -hmm. and because of what she's doing. And even how you discussed you you need to do some internalized reflecting and some research and understanding more about sex work because even you saying like i'm fine i'm fine like what it is you're not you're so not fine you're so not fine like there's a lot of judgment in in how you talk about the situation but even when you explicitly address like i'm i'm fine with sex workers you're not like you're not and you're her. The, the biggest issue in all this is like you're saying is how everyone's like, this is her fucking first of all, that's that's her other job. And this is her other current fucking job. Mm-hmm. It is not any but no one should be fucking sending her pictures and all of that kind of shit around. No, if she wants to talk about it, and she wants to like, oh, it's like, yeah, I do. For 100%. If someone wants to ask her a question and say like, hey, and then she's like, actually, I don't feel comfortable talking about that here. Great. Cool. You shut it fucking down. Like them sending around all of all of that shit. No. And the reason is not because like, oh, it's shameful at all. It's like, no, but this is her. This is her. That's her body. That's her line of work. And we're in a different line of work. Mm-hmm. I'm not bringing up your fucking divorce uh, here. Like that's like we're not talking about that kind of like we're not bringing in all of this other shit that has nothing to do with us or information that you've gotten from me not from me like from online all of this other. If I haven't told you some shit don't fucking like that's it's just so fucked up. Yeah. And your boyfriend is telling <laughs> your boyfriend is telling you because like if he's even making it seem like well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, this is not, I like, you can fucking watch porn and you can like porn. Has he gone to therapy? Has he gone to like a non-religious affiliated therapy? Like, and talk to his there. I asked my therapist once about porn and she was like, no, it's not real addiction. Like, it's not like, and she's like, it's very much like, you know, therapist to therapist will tell you, but like, there is no concrete like there's no singular answer to it. And she's like, it can be like, she's like, but she referred it the same way as kind of like weed. Um, and I literally, at this point, I spend most of my time talking to my therapist, just like asking a question. I'm like, what is this like? But like, it's like in the same way, it's like, you can have a dependency on like escapism, but it's not that thing. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like
4: people that have partners that don't appreciate them watching porn get caught. And then they use that as an excuse of, I have a porn addiction.
5: Yeah. Or the shame of like, you are, you don't want your partner to watch porn because you've been taught that porn is bad and it creates like all of these terrible things. And it means that your partner won't like love you and care about you and will treat you terribly. No. And this is the other thing that like, Needs to be addressed because like when we're talking about all of this fucking shit with porn and like how like so there are parts of porn that are really bad that we need to address. But talking Mm -hmm. about porn as a whole like this is all we're doing is slut shaming people who are involved and uh, all of that and so then they're not actually getting the help that they need in this it's like okay so how about places like um uh a porn hub not accurate uh, adequately paying people for their porn and then also them not owning any rights to anything that they're in and that they mm-hmm. can't get anything taken down and how they also
4: that? don't like scan a lot of the things that are on their sites like as far as like seen if this is like from of like reputable place it's some people can just be dumping stuff on there that isn't like done in fair practice
5: yeah and I, there's just so many things that like we need to protect sex workers they need to be given benefits and health insurance and like uh it, once everything being regulated in all this way so people can be like taken care of and making sure that they're being safe and healthy and through all of it and when we talk about it as a whole, as like, porn is a it, porn is porn in itself is the problem anyone involved in porn is an enabler of the bigger problem, which mm-hmm. is no some of the some parts of the industry are really fucked up. But that doesn't make that doesn't make the concept and the whole as a bad it makes these parts that need to be addressed. But when we talk about it like this big issue, then like, it's just so unbelievably backwards. And I urge everybody because i think this is one of the things this is like the save the children thing that like got infiltrated in that has religious ties and got infiltrated into like mainstream media everywhere and people are seeing these kind of like headlines or things that kind of like that validate that insecurity that people might have like about like oh sex i don't feel like i'm good enough like i mean fucking like the patriarchy has like made women feel like inadequate forever and then we have this like epitome of like what perfect women are and like sexual and doing all of this stuff that we have this competition with them and then when we see this stuff that's like validating those feelings that we have that that shouldn't be a thing we have to acknowledge where that's coming from so when Mm -hmm. that's coming from religious organizations and all all of that kind of stuff it's it's outlying porn it's outline, and it's not just outlawing porn because and then it's like, oh, well, because we don't know how they get the videos on there. And like it, like some child tra- like sex trafficking, all of that stuff. They also want to no, know OnlyFans, no nudes in general, no sexual. None of it. Yeah. None when, of it. Like
4: OnlyFans is literally taking ownership of what you're doing. That's what yeah. it's about.
5: And I, and oh my, the amount of times I've had conversations where I'm like, I thought that was the whole point. And it's like, well, no, it's like, no, it's like that. Well, that it's like unrealistic standards about like women and stuff. I'm like, that's not the porn is not the patriarchy. Porn mm-hmm. is not the fucking issue with the patriarchy at all at fucking all, but the objectifying and not treating any of these people like actual people or women or like fulfilling that. Like, yeah, that's no, that's, or, or, and like when people want to talk about like any sort of like really um aggressive uh or like violent fantasy aspects of sort of things whatever i'm like and if things are regulated then you can make sure that people involved in those videos and doing everything is consenting to do all of that stuff and it's something that they want to do something they're being adequately paid for and that they're in control of the situation but like Mm -hmm. someone else's kinks is not that's that's not the issue is like shaming people for any of that or x y and z and all of that and i will straight up just fucking if your fucking partner treats you like shit and like makes you feel bad about your body ex- and all of that stuff. And they blame it on porn. That's their issue. That's not porn. They're just a shitty fucking person. Like mm-hmm. it's like, well, I like I'm so used to like people like to fucking use that. Like, oh, like porn teaches like men to be really shitty and terrible to women. I'm like, no, it's shitty men are going to be shitty, shitty fucking men. men. Yep. And they watch porn that they watch fucking anything. And it makes them sh- they play video games. It makes them shitty. Mm-hmm. They do anything. They watch sports games. makes like Anything makes them fucking shitty like that's just who they are but like this catalyst and then of course all that fucking brunt falls on all of these sex workers who are predominantly women like who are getting the shit for it this just this makes me like a different level of raging mad yeah because it is one thing to have prejudice and preconceived notions and your own biases about people and shit but it's another thing to double down on not having them while you're actively doing that like you Mm -hmm. just need to own up to okay no I do have some issues here and I need to like look at all of this stuff and I need to do more research on is porn addiction real I need to do more research on like why porn is like very natural and healthy and has nothing to do with like issues in my relationship and if he has other issues that he needs to deal with, he should be going to therapy and not a religious fucking associated like therapist. Like, which we don't know if that's he, what he's doing. But no, not at all. But that's just like any most therapists should like. If you're again, it's like my therapist compared it, and I'm not addicted. I want to say I'm not into porn. i porn. I just asked her because it was after we had some other fucking call about porn addiction, and I had therapy like a two days later No, it was when we did Wednesdays because I had therapy on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was, she said it kind of like weed. How if someone comes to her and they have an addiction, like they're addicted to weed. And she's like, well, there are no addictive properties. You're not addicted to those. Pro- there's no properties in that. that's there's going something to make else you, going on. There's something else that you're addicted to essentially escapism or, or something else. But like, she's like, I don't address it. Like, like I would, if someone was talking to me about like narcotics. Yeah. I feel so fucking bad for this girl. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she knows that they are sending around. I think she does. Yeah. Because like dudes
4: like that. They're probably not slick at all. Yeah. They're like tee in the corner.
5: Redirect this energy. Redirect this energy to be hey, I don't know. Did she give you guys consent to talk about this stuff? Did she talk to you about it or did you find that because
4: she probably also like doesn't go by this like she has a stage name and then her actual name and that dude was probably already a fan of hers and he recognized her.
5: Yeah. You need to redirect your energy to protecting her from your your boyfriend and his friends and like the shit that they're talking and like just the work environment that they're creating for when she's trying to go to her fucking job every day um, versus trying to protect your boyfriend from her Mm -hmm. because she's hot and does porn.
4: Time for Don't Blame Them, which is kind of on the same subject. Oh, God. <laughs> so, this is from episode 10 of season six. And um, the caller and their partner escaped from a cult. And we were told that the partner um, watched porn and it made the caller upset. And so here's someone calling with similar experience.
5: This is like, we do this at least once a year where we have a porn call. And that's when people are like, I'm out. Yep. <laughs> and also, Some, I don't even watch porn. Like, I just need to say that. Like, I don't even watch porn. I'm also so fucking insecure. Like, I, uh, I, it is fucking possible you for watch, you to be.
4: Yeah, you don't watch porn, but like you don't eat bread either but you're not out here like talking shit
1: about no bread. but i
5: just mean in the sense that like the the i'm not a me i'm not like this like highly confident person that i'm like oh i'm like not like i get it like but just you have to do your kind you research and understanding about it if that's it but like it's not mutually exclusive that like you're an insecure person and you don't enjoy porn which means then like mm-hmm. other people and your partners watching porn makes you feel bad Like, it shouldn't, like, the only time is if it gets in the way of your, like, they don't want to have sex with you. Yeah. Like, that's it. And I'm calling in response to the We Grew Up in a Cult episode, um, and
8: about the girl who grew up in a cult. Um, so I'm an ex-Mormon. I used to be part of Mormonism, which a lot of ex-members consider to be a cult and call it a cult. Um, and I don't know whether that girl grew up in Mormonism or just another cult that has the same kind of teachings about sex, but it it all felt very familiar. Um, And what I wanted to say that I think would be useful for her to hear is that her husband's partner, I can't remember the pronouns, (laughs) I swear she used both, what they are probably getting out of the experience of, um, you know, exploring their sexuality on their own is this sense of reclaiming their sexuality, because in those sort of puritanical um belief systems like mormonism and whatever other cults um where there's so many shame-based teachings around sex you're taught that you know your sexuality belongs to your husband or wife and i think it's really damaging to never get to like feel like your sexuality is your own you know and so my sense given that she said they were having regular sex and that she had told him to come to her if he was feeling horny um yeah, I would imagine that's what he's getting out of it is reclaiming his sexuality out to his own. But maybe not, who knows? Um, love the podcast. You guys have been killing it.
4: Uh, bye. <laughs> Thank that's you. That's a great point. Like they don't necessarily want to go to their partner um, to for sex when they're horny because their sexuality is about them. They want it for themselves. Good That's point. like the
5: epitome of reclaiming your sexuality. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it that way. Either. That it's like even with your partner, that still involves somebody else. And like especially they've been like longtime partners, even if it's not traditional in like what they're whatever the terms that like the cult or religion, like what they would call that. Um even if it's not that, it kind of it mm-hmm. looks like that. Like it kind mm-hmm. of mimics that. And so like trying to get away from that while still like actively participate, like that makes total sense to me. That is it for our episode. We hope you guys enjoyed. If you want to call in for an upcoming one, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-6940-976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com. If you want to listen to our show ad-free, hit us up over on Stitcher Premium. Um, leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. And if you want video or if you just want to support our current show so we don't have to start a GoFundMe, <laughs> please uh, join us over on Patreon. We are also doing some fun live streams there. Uh, we've, we have in the, the resurgence of our Patreon community. And you know us. The Facebook group is um, open. For new members. And uh, we have a link for that in the description. And as we always say, the group is not for everybody. Um, this podcast is for, I would say this podcast is, if you want to listen to this podcast, listen to this podcast. We'd love to have you. But for the Facebook group, it is not a parasocial relationship. There are no, you don't just read what everyone's saying and, you know, relate to it in your head and all of that. It's uh, involved, it's much more of a community. Um, think of it like a group project. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And if you're not contributing to the group project, you're going to be kicked out. And um, if you don't share our belief system, harsh truth, you're not in the group. Can't, this is not because it's, we are not, there are certain things that we do not debate in the group and we keep it a safe place. So. Good luck. (laughs) May the odds be ever in your favor. (laughs) And once you get in there, I will, it is a reward. like, you jump through fucking hoops and y'all waited for so fucking long for us to even open it up again. But even just the like the post before that, it like got reopened up of people being like, oh, God, I'm so like, I'm nervous for new people to come in. Like mm-hmm. it is appreciated by the people who are in there. Like it's it will not go unnoticed that like, oh, wow, this is different than other Facebook groups I've been in. Yep. All but right. That's hard. it, guys. OK, we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso.
0: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.
1: Get 50% off your first card at MoonPig.com.
2: MoonPig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.